Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm your host. I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. I have my co-host Amy Radowski with me, and we have a very special friend now, Matilda Garns, CrossFit Games rookie, just got her ticket out of Lowlands Throwdown, and we're going to get to meet her today, so we're so excited about that. Welcome, Matilda. Thank you so much. (laughs) So, Matilda, um... You went to the games in 2018? No, I didn't. I was uh, a reserve on another team. Gotcha. But I didn't uh, actually go there. No. Okay, so you were not you were the alternate or reserve on the team back then, uh, but you didn't get to go to the so this will be your first time going to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, it will. I qualified as a team in 2020, but then it got canceled because of COVID. So it will be my first time actually being there. <laughs> so I, I kind of want to talk about that. You've had quite the journey trying to get to the games. Um, I read in your post, like one week after post on Instagram, that you had an injured knee, you overtrained, and you had a bike accident. And you've yeah, overcome I- all of that to make it to the games. Yeah, it's been some ups and downs <laughs> the past year, uh, but I guess it's a part of of all the athletes' life. <laughs> so, so the knee surgery, how severe was that knee injury? It wasn't too big, but uh, I struggled for a long time because they didn't want to have the surgery at first. So I've struggled the past two years. I got the injury in 2020, uh, just after qualifying, like one month after qualifying with the team. And then I did some rehab for like one year uh, before I was like 90%. And then it just popped during a squash clean. So I got a new injury and then they needed a surgery uh, in September. Was well, it an ACL or meniscus or what kind of? Uh, meniscus. Okay. Yep. Or the first, time I, the first time I got injured, it was like meniscus, uh, the medial lateral yeah. uh, ligaments and quadriceps, hamstrings and gastrocnemius, like all the muscles around. Yeah. Uh, but all that went pretty well with just rehab, uh, but I needed a surgery on the meniscus in the end. Yeah. 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 I went through two of those and luckily I think that it was a pretty quick recovery for that, but I would say physically a quick recovery, but I think mentally it can be somewhat hard and challenging because, you know, feeling confident enough to squat and box jump and to trust that it's rehabbed enough, I think is the challenge. Yeah. It's been a challenge to just trust the knee again, but now it's, uh, it's really good. So give us a little bit of background. Where did you grow up and how did you get into CrossFit? Uh, I grew up in a pretty small city in Norway, like in Northern Norway. Uh, without any CrossFit gyms. There's still no CrossFit gym there, actually. <laughs> uh, so I've only been playing like soccer and handball for in, in my childhood. Uh, and then I was like, handball was my thing, but I got an injury in my back and just had to quit like uh, trying to be an athlete. So I started doing like normal strength training in the gym, uh, but I missed the the team feeling on the community, like big loud music and just uh, training with people instead of being in your old world with headset on uh, at a normal global gym. 
so I went to Australia in 2016 and tried CrossFit for the first time there. I heard what made you want to become competitive was watching the documentary Fittest on Earth. <laughs> yeah, it was a part of that. <laughs> uh, it's so funny how many times the documentaries are what are kind of the gateway drug to get people into competitive CrossFit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so what was your favorite part about that documentary and what, what was it about that that made you want to compete? Oh, it's so many things about CrossFit <laughs> that made me want to compete. I think um, I've always been like the second best in all the sports I've tried. Uh, so I've never been like the best at something, but I've been pretty okay in almost everything. I've tried a lot of different things. Uh, so I think it was like the, the variation in the sports. Like you have to be a bit strong. You have to be good in conditioning, running, skiing, uh, rowing, everything like gymnastics. And I think hmm, that might fit me pretty well. <laughs> uh, and just, yeah, they looked badass. So I, I wanted to be like them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's it. Um, so you decide you want to be competitive. What are your first steps in making that happen? So you were going to a CrossFit gym, but did you try to find like a coach or something like that? Or did you just amp it up on your own? No, I actually started crossing like a, like a training, uh, um, like only training before I saw the documentary. So I was just training and I was like, I was done competing, just wanted to find some uh, kind of training that was more fun than a global gym. So I didn't want to compete at the beginning actually. And then um, in Australia, I had a coach there and he was like, after like two weeks, he was like, you can be really good at this. <laughs> and then I was like, mm, no, I'm not going to compete. <laughs> so I think, I think it took like one or two years before I actually wanted to compete. Like people convinced me uh, and I felt like I was done being an athlete and I was starting my physiotherapy degree. And yeah, here I am today. <laughs> Are you still in Australia now? No, I was only living there for half a year. And then I went back to Norway to do my physiotherapy degree. Yeah. Okay. And so you, you talk about your physical therapy degree. Um, and so I think there they call it physio and here we call it physical. I don't know why that's different, but um, you are super busy. You not only <laughs> are do physiotherapy, but you're a nutrition coach and a personal trainer. I, and I saw your like day in the life and I don't know how old that was, but it was you got up at like 6 a.m. and you were in bed at 11 so you only got seven hours of sleep a night. Yeah, that was before. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not your typical day now? You've changed that up? Uh, yeah, I've changed it up. Uh, it was when I was studying and like the year after when I was working as a full-time physiotherapist, um, I was like yeah, up at 6 a.m., trained. I just ate all my my meals from a box and I was in bed like 11, 12. So I, I didn't sleep very much and I trained a lot. Um, but it was hard continuing like that when I wanted to like go all in and actually go for like try to make it to the CrossFit Games. Uh, so this autumn last year, I actually moved to Oslo, the capital of Norway. And now I'm almost a full-time athlete. I'm 
I'm doing some like online coaching, some personal training, some workshops, and I'm a gym owner of CrossFit Trondheim, like affiliate owner. Uh, but I don't do like I don't work really much in the season, so I try to do a bit more work like off season, like after the games until maybe April. But now from from the quarterfinals and until the games, it's almost just training and recovery. So you said I am just just online coaching affiliate owner most people if they're an affiliate owner that's enough on their plate with training (laughs) and you still have other stuff going on so you must like to keep your mind and your body busy yeah i i do (laughs) i can get a bit bored if i don't Uh, but i'm uh, i'm not the only owner of the gym so uh, it helps a lot that i have another uh, woman with me on that and she really supports me all the time and understand if I'm a bit too busy with the training and the competitions uh, at some point of the year. So, yeah, it, but I'm, very... I'm, I try to sleep at least like eight, <laughs> nine, ten hours. And it's not like the same uh, as before. <laughs> and is your is your business partner understanding of what, of what you're trying to do? And do yeah. they help you out during this time? Yeah, she's really understanding and she's uh, going to the States to watch me compete at the games. Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So do you have family that lives nearby or do you have friends nearby that that aren't in the competitive field that help kind of balance who you are as a person so that that when you need to kind of not be the athlete, but just be, you know, your other your other self that can help you balance that? Uh, yeah, like my family lives far, far away, um, okay. too far away. <laughs> I wish I could meet them often. Uh, but I have friends uh, on the CrossFit box, but also outside of the box. So I can like try to be Matilda without the CrossFit sometimes mm-hmm. if I need that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's an it's an amazing community at CrossFit Oslo uh, with all the athletes and we. We're doing a lot of things without out outside the box as well together, and yeah, it's it's amazing being among them. Mm-hmm. Well, Norway has put together quite the competitive CrossFit landscape in the last few years, um, yeah. led by led by one Miss Kristen Holta. Yeah, and she is one of our favorites. She's been on the mm-hmm. show a couple times. Um, I know she is now your mental coach. Yeah, she is. And when we had her on, she talked about that that was kind of what she was going to go into after she retired. And she actually works with my coach here in the States, Christy O'Connell. Yeah. So um, it's cool that she's doing that. What's it like having her in your corner? It's amazing. It's just been a really, really game changer for me. Uh, The last year when I changed to having a coach more hands-on like with me every day and Christine that also helps out with not only the mental stuff but just uh, all her experience uh, and just being a training partner and everything it's, uh, it's amazing she's my favorite as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's easy for her to be someone's favorite she's just an amazing person yeah um, she is. is she at the gym a lot now that she's retired yeah she's um She's uh, there training with us, helping us out. And yeah, it's amazing. I know like she did the open for fun. And then she did not do quarterfinals 
or she did it all at one time just to see what it was like all four back to back yeah something like that something crazy um is she still fit enough to have made semis and maybe the games yeah she's yeah i figured as much that's <laughs> yeah uh she's maybe retired but she's still pretty doggone good yeah she's in a really good shape so she push uh, all us uh, athletes uh, really good every day. <laughs> and she, does she work with the team there too, the CrossFit Oslo? Uh, not like with the team very specific, but uh, I think she works with some of the athletes on the team. Uh, okay. Like helping just everyone out. Not like, not the same way as me, I think. Uh, but uh, she helps everyone there. So. Yeah, it's just because they they did not lose an event at no, semifinals. They are really, really good. <laughs> They're uh, dominant. They, they swept them, Mayhem, and Reykjavik are the only teams to do that. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Um, so let's let's talk about your journey a little bit. You were with the program for a bit, and I'm assuming you're not there anymore because you're with um, Simon? Yeah. I was so, at the program for four years, actually. Okay. And were, was that more remote? Uh, I was traveling a bit down to Mallorca to train with the crew. Uh, but uh, when I was living in Trondheim, uh, it was more like online, just following the program, uh, talking a bit with John and Jacqueline. Yeah. And did you make that move because you needed someone more in person, like that day-to-day -day coaching? Yeah, so I've been really, uh, the program has uh, helped me a lot, like just four years. It's been, uh, yeah, from I was a newbie until I was an athlete. Uh, but uh, when I had the injury with the knee, uh, with the Norwegian uh, physio, and uh, I moved to Oslo and got the opportunity to have a coach so that I actually could like train with me every day, just doing program what i needed for to build up uh, the knee again and everything it was just a great opportunity and simon is really really good he's um, uh, also he and christine has worked a bit together so the way they can help me together is just amazing is he part of krager training uh, no he's not but the, okay. they have a nice uh, like collaboration anyway yeah, I, it was. It's hard not being in Europe, uh, understanding all of the makeup of everything, uh, <laughs> yeah. doing the research online, um, and so that's why I have like lots of questions because you're you're on. Like, I found an article about you on the program's website, and it wasn't till later in my research that I realized you had left there and gone to Oslo. So, yeah. your gym that you own, how close is it to Oslo? Uh, it's like you have to take an airplane, so it's like five, five, six, seven hours with the car. So I'm just uh, down there some weekends helping out. Okay, so you're but up I'm, in Oslo been, right now. Uh, yeah, I live in Oslo, but I've been living in Trondheim for four or five years, and then I started the affiliate in 2020. Okay, okay. So you're yeah. just kind of setting yourself up for when you're done competing. To have to have a, a job and a place to go. Uh, yeah, it was uh, I. It was a dream like uh, 
to start a CrossFit box when I was done competing, like being a master athlete or something. Uh, but then the opportunity just suddenly was there and we just went for it. So it wasn't a part of the plan to actually start a gym that early. Uh, but I'm really happy I did. Well, and starting <laughs> and We actually have a team qualifying this year as well. CrossFit Trondheim qualified as a team. So I've been coaching the team until semifinals. Well, oh, and, awesome. and starting an affiliate in 2020 is also a big risk in itself. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. You have a team going. Yeah, it was like in the middle of COVID. So we started when it was lockdown and then we just opened up when all the gyms were opened again. Perfect. We just opened a new one. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you had a lot of time to plan. Yeah, we had. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I was going to, so what is the plan to get to the games? Are, when are you leaving? When are you coming to the States? Um, when are you going to Wisconsin? Um, do you have all that planned out yet? Uh, yeah, we have got order everything. Uh, we're leaving like two weeks before from Norway. And we are having a pre-camp together with the team, CrossFit Navy Blue, uh, since we have the same coach. And Kristin is helping us out as well. Uh, so we just, uh, we have been renting a house, have a pre-camp for like 14 days. And then we are going to Madison and just all the Norwegians are staying at the same hotel. It's going to be amazing. Um, so what, what is the weather difference from Norway to that part of the United States? It's a lot warmer. Uh, but now it's pretty nice in the summer. As you can see, I'm here working on my tan. <laughs> it's not every day in Norway. <laughs> uh, so, but it's more humid and I think uh, the time zone as well um, is um, different. So it's nice traveling like two weeks before to get used to all of that. Before yeah, yeah. yeah, that time yeah. zone, because you want to be, you don't want to be working out when you normally sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> So it's nice to turn out here before before the games are starting. It's beautiful where you are. Do you live like in more of a country setting? Uh, no, I'm actually, uh, my mom uh, is uh, visiting from uh, Motion, where I'm from. It's uh, far away from here. Uh, but we are, I, I'm just here for like one uh, one day to have my rest day out with the family more outside of Oslo. So I'm going back this evening to get ready to train tomorrow and Saturday. Yeah, it looks like that you're in like a hilly area and the yeah. sky <laughs> is blue as blue can be. It's really nice. So it was a perfect rest day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I have so many questions, so many questions. Um, so the physical therapy part of your life is is there a plan to go back to that after you're done competing as well? Yeah, I think I want to go back to that when I'm done competing, but it's hard to do at the same time. Um, so I'm not working as a physiotherapist right now. But I think the dream is to be able to have some kind of physiotherapy at the, the gym. Like I want to work with CrossFit as well. So I don't want to go like being a physiotherapist at the hospital or something. I want to work with athletes, with maybe a, like a full package, uh, physiotherapist, nutrition, CrossFit coach, something like that, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that way you have the same mindsets, right? You're not people who want to stay healthy by being fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I think so from what, an athlete, sorry, from an athlete standpoint, that's what we want was we want people that understand that we want to be able to continue doing the sports that we love. We don't want to be told, oh, you should stop doing that. We're going to make you better so that you can stop doing those sports. Like we want to be better so we can keep doing those sports. And so I think it makes that perfect marriage between those. Yeah, absolutely. And you already mentioned masters and you're still young. So, <laughs> um, so you plan on having a very long career? No, it's more like when I'm too old to be an individual athlete, like master age, then I want to go back to work. So I gotcha. haven't planned any like master athlete, but who knows? So Time in, will show. in 2021, you were really close to making the games. Yeah, um, I think you were seventh at the German throwdown. So two spots out fifth at the last chance qualifier. So three spots out. How much sweeter does that make this year? Uh, it's just a big, big relief. And yeah, it was amazing to qualify this year, especially after last year. So uh, yeah, both being that that close to qualifying, but also I, I really felt like I didn't get to show what I could do since I was really unlucky with my bike accident just before the semifinals. And being a bit overtrained, not recognizing my body. And this year, everything was just on point. I felt really good during the semifinals. My knee was good, body was good. And then it was just an amazing feeling to finally get to to show what I'm good at out on the competition floor. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. We, we have a, a group of people uh, from fantasyfitnessing.com that they put together stat sheets for us. And generally it's, it's everything it's based on everything you've done from 2020 forward. And most times like I can get indicators as to like what movement you're good at or um, things like that. But with you, you're, you improved so much over the last year that it's hard to see the trend <laughs> and I, I'll pull it up so you can see it. Um, I got to share my screen here. Um, there it is. Can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> so this is your athlete profile uh, that they put together. Um, and it shows like all the events that you've competed in. Um, your top fives, your top tens at every event. Um, and then here it's by type. So single modality, couplets, triplets, chippers. Um, what I found fascinating is this one, your time domain. So like in time domain, um, if you look from German to lowlands, like your five to 10 minute range went from average finish of 16th to eighth. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then your 10 to 20 minutes went from six, which is pretty good to 2.5. It's interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. so you can actually kind of see your improvement over the year. And then here it's, if, if a workout had this element in it, like burpees, this is where you finished with that. Um, and so it's the first one is lowlands. The last one is German. Um, so there burpees, you kind of stayed the same chest to bar, um, was not, was it in the, there it is 11th to eighth. 
Um, GHD sit-ups, ninth to third. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah. You can see all that kind of that stuff and see how it was amazing how much you improved from year to year. Um, it really nice. shows all the work you've done. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with a lot of the athletes, it actually showed weaknesses and strengths. You could see like they're really good at burpees and not so good at this or, or vice versa. But with you, the, the trend is everything is getting better. So it was hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to. I have a uh, like some weaknesses weaknesses still, but I'm trying to work uh, work on them. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that as well because I saw on your Instagram you said you were turning your chicken legs into power legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so is that something you're you're looking at? Is like squat strength, um, things like that. Yeah, squat strength has been a big weakness, and with the knee injury on top, it didn't get any better <laughs> the last two years. So it's uh, taken some time to just to build back to like my old numbers. That was still pretty shitty <laughs> compared to others, but yeah. now I'm stronger than uh, ever before, and it's uh, it's getting in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, I saw you just recently PR'd your snatch, um, so things are on the upswing. So Amy talked about she had the surgery as well. She actually hurt hers the first time squatting with a PVC pipe. It's true. It tore wow. during – I was just demonstrating during class to coach coaching, and it just tore. So, yeah, it's not always about using heavy heavy weights. No. <laughs> oh, that really sucks. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but, she know, but so she knows exactly how you feel, and that mental climb back yeah. is really tough yeah. on that. Like pistols and, in the quarterfinals, that was a mental game for yes, me. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm you not actually doing pistols in training anymore <laughs> on the competitions. Yep. That's yeah. what I do too. Every once in a while, I'll throw them in just like just a few just to make sure, okay, if I'm in a competition, I can do them, but I don't need to be practicing them. No. <laughs> so um, you also talked about in that, that recap of your Lowlands throwdown that you finally have the confidence in yourself and you believe you belong. Yeah. So take us through that journey as you were, as you're coming through finally at Lowlands was that, was that moment for you? Yeah, I think so. I think like last year, um, of course it was the bike accident and stuff, but I think also I was kind of physical good enough, but I didn't like believe in myself enough and I hadn't worked on like the mental part. So yeah, I'm, I competed more as a team when it was at the sanctionals before COVID. So when I got to the semis now, I was like, hmm, I've, I've never like competed individually in like a big competition before almost. So the first day I was still like, hmm, I don't, I don't felt like I was like belong out there with all the big names and the big athletes. Uh, but I think it was like the last day I, I really felt I did. And I started to believe more in myself. So it wasn't until the last day of Lowlands that you believed? No, I think like when I was, if I was in the lead or something like on the deadlift running workout, I was like, oh, wow. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be like in the lead in the last heat. So all you girls 
like uh, on the side you should just go in front of me uh, I was a bit like that feeling a bit like that um, but uh, the last day I really like went for it just starting to believe that I could actually be in front of a workout so is Kristen gonna have your coaches pass or who's gonna have your coaches pass in Madison uh, it will be Simon oh Simon okay yeah yeah uh, but uh, I hope I can get them some they both somehow <laughs> uh, yeah. since we're a lot of athletes from Norway so I don't know how like who will take uh, my coach pass and the team's coach pass and stuff but uh, hopefully they will both uh, travel down to Madison with me so in that recap you said that from watching that 2017 fittest on earth to being on the floor with those same people yeah <laughs> that's that's where kind of the belief came these yeah. people that you i almost fangirled over from 2017 you're beating on the floor at lowlands what what kind of feeling did that give you it was just like it was really weird <laughs> it was like it felt weird <laughs> so uh, but of course of course it was it was amazing to feel like wow i'm as good as uh, i thought they were like back in 2017 because when i saw the documentary i didn't think like yeah i want to compete for fun but i didn't think i was going to end up like them <laughs> uh, so it, it was amazing and could you have ever imagined that like Kristen would be your coach? No, <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed like a couple of years back. Uh, she was also one of those really amazing athletes. That was really, really good. And I was like, when I started CrossFit also, I was like, wow, there she is. <laughs> so, yeah. but she's now my mental coach. It's yeah, it's uh, I'm lucky. So how did you celebrate after you punched your ticket? Did you go eat bad food or did you just hang out? Uh, with we had a really good after party. <laughs> there you go. It was fun. And I haven't been like uh, at a party for many, many years. <laughs> uh, so it was fun, especially with the team uh, CrossFit, also Purple Red, also qualifying. Um, it was just, uh, yeah, it was a good hype at that party. <laughs> and we were uh, one day in Amsterdam just uh, oh. sightseeing, biking, and ate some good food. And then I went uh, to Northern Norway to my family and had one week off just being together with my family and celebrate with them before I went back to, to the games prep. <laughs> so you rode bikes in Amsterdam and you've recently had a bike accident. Was there any yeah. fear in that? Yeah, it was actually. So we were starting really slow. Uh, but it was like, okay, it, it might be bike in the CrossFit Games. You don't know. So I just need to uh, get back on the bike again. So, but so I'm, I'm fine. What, what happened on the bike? Was it a road rot? Were you riding on the road or a mountain bike? or? No, we were actually just on our way to training. It was uh, something in the in the road. Uh, in the uh, way so yeah I, I was just really really unlucky and clumsy i guess oh that's terrible yeah. um so when you get to the games there's a there's a different set of tests right that, that you haven't seen before in a regular competition there could be swimming there could be long distance running there could be biking 
um, odd objects like snails and pigs and (laughs) all that kind of stuff. Are you excited about that or are any of those your strengths? Uh, Running is a strength of mine, I think, Uh, especially before. Now I haven't been running that much because of the knee, but um, I think it's still, I'm still a pretty good runner. And I think strongman stuff could be pretty okay. Uh, but I haven't done all, I, I have tried some stuff now at the beginning of my games prep, but, but before the semifinals, we were only focusing on what could uh, uh, be in the semifinal. So I'm looking forward to try everything now. And uh, I'm also looking forward to just be at the games and yeah, prepare for the unknown. I think it's a cool thing. What I about like... Puppet. I want to ask real quick about like kayaking and paddleboarding and, and stuff like that. Are do you, are you excited about that kind of stuff that will maybe likely be in it? Yeah, I think it's fun. Just yeah. like to try, but uh, I know I'm not going to be like really good, <laughs> but uh, I think I learn things pretty fast. So I just need to try, maybe try everything at least once before the games, everything we knew, know about at least. And then just do my very best. <laughs> so I saw a clip on your Instagram where it looked like it was a wooden stairs that maybe you used as a. Uh oh. I wonder if her phone died. I don't know. My internet seemed like it was lagging right before that. So I don't know if yours felt like it was. Maybe it was her. Uh, mine. Mine has not. Um, but lagging. anyway. Right there. Okay. Uh, I saw a clip of her, uh, lifting. It was like an upside down staircase, like that you would use for a handstand obstacle and it was loaded with weight, like simulating a pig. Interesting. Like she would rock it up and then Mm -hmm. press it and then bring it back down. Yeah. So, cause you couldn't flip it cause it's open on the bottom, but, um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty creative. Yeah. And it's funny seeing people who do that kind of stuff. I'm going to try to pull it up and see if I can share it. Okay. Cause it was, yeah. it was really interesting. And then if she comes back on, we'll. So I will share my screen. So here we go. And it's this. Is that what that looks like, Amy? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very cool. How tall is she? She looks like a pretty tall athlete. uh, It was on the stat sheet okay uh if i can get it up again she is 69 inches five nine okay it's pretty tall yeah well i am bummed i wonder Mm -hmm. if her phone just died yeah it might have for sure 
Um, well, if you are hanging out with us here, uh, we're actually going live at noon again um, with the roundtable to talk about the last chance qualifier and things like that. Um, but and if Matilda doesn't come back, it was really fun having her on. It was. Uh, she has done a lot in a short amount of time to make it to the games. Um, looks very excited about having the opportunity. And um, it's going to be fun to watch her there. And it's always great to see people that have, you know, come back from um, what could be perceived as, you know, internally and, you know, as a career ending, you know, any kind of career ending, you know, accident or anything like that to be able to kind of come through that and and regroup and it's is fantastic. I think it gives a lot of people hope too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that you two share the the meniscus tear. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um so you can relate to her on that. Um let's thank our sponsors real quick. Um C4 Energy, uh best tasting high quality product out there. Uh, they have all the supplements you need uh, in your daily workout regimen, uh, BCAAs, protein. Um, we, of course, are addicted to the uh, energy drink. I'm also addicted to that, um, the Extend ice cream flavored protein powder. Wow. Oh, she's back. She's back. Mm -hmm. And also mobility movement. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I think my phone was too hot. Oh, that's oh. too warm. Uh, we actually had a guest put his phone in the freezer after oh, being yeah. out on his deck. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, now I'm back. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Did you have so, something to talk about in the meantime? Well, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen again because we, we actually showed one of your Instagram posts. Okay. I want, I want to get your comment as to what you were trying to accomplish here. We think it's cool. We just want to know the details of it. Yeah, it just takes no, me a nervous. second to get there. <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, me trying to prepare for the peak. <laughs> yeah. My coach built one. Yeah, like he built That's it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> And your muscle ups look sound. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, muscle ups are a strength of yours? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's uh, my favorite moment. <laughs> um, so, that's, that's exactly what we thought. We thought you were practicing for the pig. Um, and it looked like you can throw weight inside of it to make it heavier or lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> um, so you are trying to prepare for the unknown and the unknowable in any way possible. Yeah. Trying. <laughs> trying. Um, what, how are you on like push pool, like sleds, things like that? Cause those always show up, but you don't see them at like at semifinals. No. Um, at the, the gym I was, I was training in Trondheim, it was a bit too small. So I haven't been practicing that too much like the last uh, two years, uh, but I've done it some, some days of training now. And I think I'm like pretty okay. I'm not a really heavy athlete, but I'm not a light one either. So just, I think in like, okay. Yeah. And you're, you're a little bit on the taller side. 
Um, yeah. So do you like the traditional tall person, wall ball, row? <laughs> yeah, and I hate thrusters. In the I was just about to ask. But I yeah. like wall balls, uh, row plants, rowing, uh, the tall, tall girl stuff. <laughs> so I'm really curious about um, what goes through, you know, you, there's that moment where you're taken to the corrals and then you have to stand around before you're taken off to the the competition floor. And there's always, you know, I always watch athletes kind of swaying back and forth. And I know as an athlete, kind of the, the nerves and anticipation that happens during those moments. What is your like mantra or mindset during those moments that you, you, you say to yourself to keep yourself focused on what's about to um, happen? Um, it has changed a bit like the last year when I started working with Christine, uh, mm -hmm. because before I was, people say that I'm a bit clumsy. <laughs> so before I was like, oh, just like talking to people, like looking at the crowd. And I was like a bit not, not focused enough to uh, like to focus on the workout, more like just trying to not be nervous with like doing all other things uh, before go time. And then I was, I could like uh, forget how, how, which way I should do ring my slurps or to move the box or pick up the wrong D ball and stuff like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I've learned. <laughs> uh, so now I've been working a lot with Christine of like what to think on and um it's different things like uh, it depends on how which workout it is like it's a strength workout maybe i'm just thinking okay i'm strong uh i can hit this weight and if it's um like dig deep workout when it's just it's gonna be really really painful mm -hmm. um at the semifinals i would think like okay if it's not painful it's not good enough and if i want to go to the games it should be painful like I'm lucky that I, I can do this. Like I want to go to the game. So I should be prepared to have, to have some pain during the workout. Yeah. So it's uh, different things, I think. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how you flip that from a negative to a positive. Like it, instead of saying, oh my gosh, it's going to suck. It's going to hurt so bad. You're saying, if I want to go to the games, this is going to hurt. And if it's not hurting, I'm not doing enough. No. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It, it totally flips to a positive that you want to get there because you need to get there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Man, Kristen's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we, the, the one, the other thing I wanted to address real quick, I'm sorry. I have like notes everywhere here um, <laughs> is you, you mentioned a shoulder injury in one of your posts that you didn't compete in like a partner competition yeah a shoulder injury yeah it yeah. was uh, last weekend is it is it minor we're hoping yeah i hope so uh i just woke up one day and couldn't like lift my arm overhead like this um it's like three weeks i would i think it was the week after semifinals uh mm. and i have been struggling um, yeah since then like three or four weeks now uh, and I had to withdraw from the competition. I think it, if it had been a games last weekend, I would have pushed through, but it was just to, I didn't want to risk anything because of the games. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I can't snatch right now or do any gymnastics. I'm just slowly starting this the next, next week now to try all the movements again. So 
it was not a great timing <laughs> because I, I felt really lucky being in the first semifinals, having more weeks than the others to prepare for the games, to start the games prep. Uh, but uh, just have to do the best out of it. I have been doing a lot of running and a lot of legs. And at the, at the positive side, my knee is just handling everything. I could like do squats and running and pistols the same day. So I have uh, tested the knee a lot the last weeks since I haven't um, done any upper body stuff. So as a physiotherapist, like you, you're probably more aware of your body than most athletes. Yeah. Is that, probably. is that a plus or a minus? Um, I think, uh, if I talk to other people having like small injuries and stuff, my, the physio part of me just are saying like, slow down, or you should be smart or you should do this. You should do rehab and stuff. <laughs> but when it's, uh, to myself, it's like, one physio here, and then it's a one athlete. Yep. <laughs> the athlete always wins. <laughs> so yep. that's why um, I have uh, a coach and a physiotherapist <laughs> to make so you, sure I'm not like uh, stupid. <laughs> yeah. So you actually yeah. hired a physiotherapist to, to help you make those decisions? Yeah. So that's they're helping out with everything with the knee and stuff because I think, I think that's important. Yeah. <laughs> So looking at what's happening currently right now with the last chance qualifier, what are you, what do you think about the workouts and uh, what might be, what might be the outcome of these last chance qualifiers? Uh, I really love the workouts. Uh, last year I didn't, uh, it was <laughs> yeah. like only weaknesses of mine and no gymnastics uh, except from legless rope lamps. Uh, but I still had the, um, uh, an injury in my wrist back then. So um yeah, I really liked the workouts this year. I was actually like, hmm, it looks fun to be a part of it. But uh, I'm really happy I don't have to, of course. But I, I think I want to test the workouts. It looks uh, looks fun. I think it was a good programming. Should may, Might could have been some like 1RM. Uh, but it's still like two heavy barbells and stuff. So I think uh, those who deserves to go to the games will actually go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I wish it was televised somehow because the workouts actually look fun to watch. Yeah, they, they really do. Yeah, we, I actually watched someone. They went live last night on YouTube with Event 1 and did not do as well as on that second part as I thought people would. That, that's the thruster Barma's left one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, second set of, the second set of bar muscle-ups the person was very, very taxed. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they only got one thruster. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a, it's a hard combo. The yeah. thruster and uh, the pulling gymnastics in the bar, like chest to bar bar myself. It's, it's spicy. Yeah. And they said it was very friend. Like they could barely talk into the, into the camera after they were done. They were coughing the whole free lung, <laughs> all mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, Fran is not my thing, <laughs> but I, I, it's just because of the thrusters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, do you do you enjoy being in the pain cave, or do you have to like tell yourself to enjoy it? Uh, I enjoy it actually. <laughs> it depends. Like being in the pain cave with some movements you really love. 
that's yeah. the best thing like the devil's press um handstand push-ups d-ball uh, workout in my semi-finals it was just it was amazing to be in a pain cave uh, but if it's like being in a pain cave with movements you don't prefer like maybe thrusters <laughs> for me that's uh, then i need to like really mental uh, up <laughs> yeah yeah tell yourself that you have to push through this yeah. if you want to reach all your goals yeah and that you have done you have made it to the crossfit games what is your goal when you get there i think now the in the semifinals i was so so nervous like I really wanted to make it um that i i enjoyed the process but maybe not that much i think i was so nervous that i actually it was hard just enjoying being out there so that's a big goal just like it's my first year or maybe the only i don't know but hopefully <laughs> i will make it uh, some other years as well uh, but i really just want to have fun uh, and enjoy being there and also it's uh it's a goal to be able to be at the competition for the whole weekend and then i have to be top 20. Mm -hmm. yeah i don't want to be on the be a spectator the last day <laughs> so, so, inside the coliseum and on the floor right. yeah so, but it's it's a hard feel but i'm gonna do my best to try to manage that so at lowlands you finished fourth but there were only 20 points separating second through fifth yeah so that has to be proof that you can hang and with the best in the world because those included people like Gabby Magala. Mm -hmm. um, and Laura. They are yeah. like, I think Laura. they're the two best in Europe. So yeah. Yeah. And you were right. You were right there with Gabby. You what, like five points away. Yeah, I, th I think so. <laughs> we mm -hmm. were actually tied for third at the, um, um the uh, ceremony uh but i think there was some adjustment after like monday or something <laughs> okay yeah so that's uh nice. that's crazy that's yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah it's really good well matilda we want to wish you all the best um can't wait to see you at the games we'll be there rooting you on mm -hmm. and uh Thank you so much. <laughs> and uh can't wait to see you there yeah good luck <laughs> And great to see you as well. And yeah. thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>